It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You're the king of an empire, and you rely on the slavery of your people to keep you rich and powerful. But you see your people waking up and starting to show dissent. What would you do if you wanted to stay in power? You would sure hope that they forget about it. You would want to distract them, or even better, turn them against each other so that they forget about their original cause. The mainstream media, which we all know is in the business of maintaining the status quo, is doing a great job at doing just that. Advanced, progressive, urban, political talk radio. Politicians who are characterized more and more by legalized bribery and normalized corruption vis-a-vis that big money. By a corporate media that ensures that it's a culture of superficial spectacle but no serious public debate and public conversation for the issues that really matter for the future of the nation, but especially the future of the vast majority of the nation who are working class and poor. Or a serious discussion about drones that drop bombs on innocent peoples. Or increasing police powers that allow persons, Americans, to be assassinated without due process or judicial review. Death, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy victory? This is the Alpha Show. Advance. Progressive Urban Political Talk Radio on TruthWorks Network. There can be no mercy. There is but one rule. Hunt or be hunted. But one thing you can't deny. These people are sabotaging this economy. And people are sabotaging this country. This is awful. Hosting the best of pushback talk radio. And now, the man who's got their number. Alpha. Well, good evening. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Alpha Show here at TruthWorks Network, where the truth must be spoken more than once. 
I know I've said it before and I continue to say, I'm tired. <laughs> uh, 914-338-1610 is the number if you want to jump in to some of the conversation. A hell of a week. A hell of a week. You can also follow me at, at Facebook, The Alpha Show. Um, some interesting posts. I have some very interesting clips to play for you. And one of them has to deal with the only nation practicing legal apartheid. And our police are getting tips from them. And the results have been our murder rate of interaction with police have skyrocketed. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that just a little bit later. But um, it's been the um, the constant on the loop coverage of the Baltimore uh, Freddie Gray murder, and um, that took a a hell of a turn today. Took a a real turn today, and uh, we've seen things and. Since um, last Friday, I mean, it's it's inexplicable, the take of the media and the absence of critical thought from people who are supposed to be on our side. How do you talk about those looting and burning and without talking about guns looting and burning when they're white. They did it in Vancouver. They did it in Kentucky. They've done it everywhere in Ohio, in Ohio, when Ohio State wanted to come on. But because no one is willing to stand up and push back, we allow them to get away with this nonsense. Freddie Gray had a switchblade. Freddie Gray broke his own spine and killed himself. Um, just nonsense behind nonsense. And now the black uh, attorney, uh, not attorney general, the black prosecutor in that region charged six police officers in the death of Freddie Gray. And what happens? What happens immediately behind it? Terminal order of police come out with a press conference and their lawyer, and they push back, demanding that this prosecutor recuse herself. When they didn't demand that what was his name, McDonald and Ferguson, they didn't demand he recuse himself because they knew he was in their pocket. They knew they had him. He was on their side. I don't know how these six officers escaped the fact that they made stops, and these stops were not 
reported. They denied Mr. Gray medical attention. I mean, for me, with the reports that they turned in, there should be nothing No way for them to keep their job. There should be no way for them to stay out of jail. Absolutely no way. And who are we fooling? (laughs) Who are we fooling? We've seen this before. We've seen this happen before, right before our very eyes. Conclusive, if not indisputable evidence of police misconduct going unpunished. Doesn't take much to quell angry African Americans because they were like dancing in the streets, blowing honking horns as if it was New Year's or something. There's nothing happened yet. Absolutely nothing has happened yet. We shall see that we shall see. The one thing that is clear is that um, Fox News is demagoguing the situation. They were saying today, if there isn't a conviction, the country will burn. They never miss an opportunity to sell their fear. They never miss an opportunity to push back on a very timid other side, which is our side. They never miss that chance. They never allow the truth to go unchallenged. Their attempt to debunk honesty is always met, and it's met within hours. And we continue to see it over and over. And sometimes it just gets too easy for somebody like myself who has no problem pissing people off, especially people on the other side, on the side of the disingenuous. And I'm not in a dream world. I won't fool myself into believing that, uh uh-oh. Sorry, a little cough attack there. I won't uh, be delusional enough to try to fool myself that somehow they're not people who we view as being on our side who are doing very little else except for lip service. And I'm going to come back to Baltimore. Like I said, I have a a couple of clips to play for you on Baltimore. And what I do want to cover without equivocation, (laughs) Bernie Sanders, 
is running for president. And all I need for him to do is be out there with a progressive agenda, with that progressive voice, keeping that corporatist at least lying to us and saying things that she needs to say to get elected. And Bernie Sanders will do that. And I I don't get it. I don't get it. Ted Cruz, he announced for president. Every media outlet covered his Liberty Church, you better show up or you will be fined. Uh, Jerry Falwell, law school church slash bigot conference. When Ted Cruz announced every channel carried it, MSNBC, CNN, Fox, of course. When Rand Paul announced that he was running for president, the same thing happened. You get wall-to-wall coverage. They spoke about his ideas. They talked about it. This is a failure, a media failure, a media failure. And if we allow it to continue and go that way, Bernie Sanders will be marginalized because his populist message is just that. That's what the American people want. And that's not what the American people are going to get. They don't want to hear about health care, saving the planet from climate change. They don't want to hear. It's not corporate friendly. They don't want to hear about affordable medicine, affordable health care. They don't want to hear about taking money out of politics. All they care about is the agenda that says we are not going to listen to Bernie Sanders. We are not going to let the American people hear his message because there's not many people who are willing to have him on. You have the progressive uh, Talk radio, Tom Hartman has him on. Ed Schultz has him on. Rachel Maddow has him. But you don't see him on CNN. They don't give him the same play that they gave Ted Cruz, Rand Paul. They don't give him the Jed Bush treatment. He does not get it. The majority of the American people want to invest in infrastructure, education, according to, what do they call them, the poll. The American people want a great deal of money put into reinforcing our trade deficit and investing in America, bringing jobs from overseas, 
but that's not what we're going to hear about because they will not cover Bernie Sanders. They will not cover, they will marginalize Bernie Sanders and knowing that he does not have the money because they are not funding his campaign. Oh, Hillary will have the money. She's going to get the money because the corporatists, the Wall Street people, know that they can invest. They can play both sides. So they'll give her money. They'll give the Republican nominee money. And it's just a fight. But um, I'm all in on Bernie Sanders. I'm sorry. All of the Hillary's and you can talk about the Clinton Global Initiative or whatever the hell it is. Uh, I don't care. Now, if she becomes the nominee, where am I going? Where am I going? I'm not going Republican, and I'm not going to the absolute guaranteed loser of a Green Party, a third party, whatever. And I understand there are people who speak as if reality is not an option. People would love to stand on the self-serving, sanctimonious, I did the right thing for me. Or your person still didn't make it to the White House. All of the Green Party voters and the it's tiring. It gets it's draining. It's draining to a point to a fault. And I just hope that uh Bernie Sanders gets as much airtime and because I do believe he would make a great president. I do believe that he would make a president for the middle class American people. And to me, that is one um, one candidate that um, I would say, yeah, let's do this. I'm sitting here, I believe this, I'm sitting here trying to speak with all of you and uh, give you some type of sanity to what I'm saying. All the while on my TV screen and uh, for those of you who don't like hockey, go to hell here. (laughs) They blacked out the Blackhawks hockey game and they're showing the overtime and I can't find the Blackhawks hockey game anywhere. They're up one to nothing, but uh, I won't get too lost in translation on that, but uh, it's pissing me off. It's really got me going. But at the same, in the same breath, I'll say this. This country is, I think think we're at a precipice of whether or not it's going to completely tip over for corporations. The president brought Democrats together to convince them to accept the TPP. 
to tell the lie that if we don't write the rules, China will write the rules, if we allow China to write the rules, and we are the biggest consumers, we are ceding our power. But then this won't be the first time that this president gave it all away before it starts. This will not be the first time that we have snatched victory from the jaws of defeat or vice versa, however that little saying goes. We don't seem, this president doesn't seem to be able to negotiate a damn thing. So that's where we are. We are going to have a hell of a choice. And that choice is going to be a game changer. It's going to be a total game changer because I truly believe, and I truly believe this, that there will be no recovery beyond beyond what we will experience. I've got a couple of clips here on Baltimore. And you see, I don't understand one thing. Why is this just Baltimore? This is everywhere. This isn't just Baltimore. This is everywhere. Everywhere. And the one thing I want you, I mentioned the only nation that practices legal apartheid and we're taking policing from them. I want to play this clip for you. And I want to play this clip for you because it's so so spot on. And when I say it's spot on, I say it because these are the things that so-called progressives should be out there saying. The reason the progressive agenda lags far behind, especially in messaging, is we simply don't have enough surrogates. So I want you to take take a listen to this. And, yeah, it might be. But it's Baltimore is everywhere. Baltimore is a revolt. And it's a revolt on the edge of a revolution. Now, you know, a revolution is only a revolution if it's successful in overthrowing the existing order or changing consequentially the existing order. But just consider some of the some of the realities of Baltimore. And then I want to get into what happened when white people were confronted with something similar. Okay. So flashback to 1968. Gross Point is probably the or at least it was when I was growing up in 1968. I was 17 years old. Gross Point was the the fancy schmanciest suburb of Detroit. And at Gross Point High School, on March 14, 1968, the Reverend the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King said, and I quote, A riot is the language of the unheard. He said, There are two Americas. One America is beautiful. For its situation. In this America, millions of people have the milk of prosperity and the honey of equality flowing before them. I refer to that America as the clueless white privilege America. 
back to Martin Luther King. He said, this other America has a daily ugliness about it that transforms the buoyancy of hope into the fatigue of despair. Now, we've talked before on this program about the J-curve, about the idea that Actually, a number of people have, have posited this over this, literally over the centuries. The revolutions or revolts don't happen when things get bad. Revolutions or revolts happen when expectations diverge from reality. So after 1965, 64 and 65, the City Civil Rights Act, the Voting Rights Act were signed – a lot of African Americans in this country thought, okay, cool. Now we're going to see Reconstruction actually happen. Right? Now we're going to see the fulfillment of the promise of the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments of the end of the Civil War, of Abe Lincoln's sacrifice. Now we're going to see that. And not just Abe Lincoln, all the Frederick Douglass, all this long list of people. And they didn't see it. And a few years later, Watts was on fire, Detroit was on fire, DC was on fire. So revolts happen not because things are bad. I've traveled all over the world. I've, done, I've been doing international relief work since 1978 as a volunteer for the German Salem organization, saleminternational.org, if you're curious. And I've been in places where people are literally dying right in front of me. In the case that I'm thinking of, it was, you know, 19, what, 1980 and uh, – no, it was 1970, whatever the year was. It was in Uganda. It was the year that Idi Amin got run out of town. And, you know, there were literally people dying in some of the refugee camps. I saw it with my own eyes. I held a dying child. There was no revolt. Because the people didn't expect that it would produce anything better. There was just despair. So in 65, 64 and 65, LBJ said, okay, great society, new, new way of living. We're going we're gonna to lift people out of poverty. And by the way, he did, just not enough. And you have the absolute right to vote. We're going to protect it. We're going to defend it. We're going to integrate the schools. We're going to make this stuff happen. It didn't work the way it was promised. People were upset. So why now? Well, hey, we've got a black president. We've got, a, we've got a black attorney general. We've got a, an African-American on the Supreme Court. Over the last, I would say over the last decade, maybe the last 15 years, and, and more and more black faces are appearing on television, in movies, in popular culture, and not in the, in the quote, traditional roles for people of color of, you know, gangbangers and stuff like that, but, but rather as, you know, Beautiful people, seductresses even. I mean, you know, Kerry Washington on Scandal. I'm not sure seductress is the right word, but, you know, uh, sex objects even. I mean, this. I, I remember so vividly back in the 60s, Dick Gregory saying, you know, when I was growing up, the only black woman I ever saw in the media was Aunt Jemima, and nobody ever wanted to hop into bed with Aunt Jemima. And And, you know, that's all changed or is changing, let's say. But what is not changing is the actual status and nature of life for people of color in this country, it, particularly in Baltimore. Let me just share a couple quick things here with you, but, and, and, and I got some, some clips here about this as well. This is from uh, Bill Quigley over at Alternet, 10 Shocking Facts About Baltimore. 
Blacks in Baltimore are 5.6 times more likely to be arrested for possession of pot. Baltimore County has the fifth highest arrest rate for possession in the United States. 92% of marijuana possession arrests in Baltimore are African-Americans, one of the largest racial disparities in the United States. The Baltimore Police Department of the city has paid out five, over $5.5 million just in the last four years for over 100 police brutality lawsuits, including beating up a pregnant woman, a 65-year-old church deacon, an 87-year-old grandmother. White babies born in Baltimore live six years longer than black babies born in Baltimore. African-Americans in Baltimore who have AIDS, HIV, compared to white people in Baltimore who have AIDS, HIV, black people are eight times more likely to die from complications. They're twice as likely to die from diabetes as white diabetics. Unemployment in Baltimore is 8.4% citywide, but in the African-American community, it's at least double that. African-American babies in Baltimore are nine times more likely to die before age one than white infants in the city. There's a 20-year difference in life expectancy between those who live in the most affluent neighborhoods in Baltimore and those in the poorest. The, the uh, where did it go here? The, the outside agitators, 70% of the Baltimore Police Department does not live in Baltimore. 10% don't even live in the state. They live in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Virtually everyone who's been arrested actually lives in Baltimore, yet the press is talking about outside agitators. Who are the outside agitators? How about the police? And here's where it gets really bizarre. There is, to the best of my knowledge, only one country in the world right now that is actively practicing apartheid as a matter of law. That's Israel. And the Baltimore Police Department has, is sending their folks to Israel in September 2009, members of the Baltimore PD, quote, toured and met with their Israeli counterparts to exchange information relating to best practices and recent advances in security and counterterrorism. A separate, this was according to the trip sponsor Project Interchange, a separate Israeli-Israel tour organized by the neoconservative Jewish Institute for National Security saw members of the Baltimore PD begin the process of sharing lessons learned in Israel with their law enforcement colleagues in the United States. What happened? Back in Baltimore, the rate of citizens killed by police skyrocketed. The ACLU found 109 people died after encounters with Maryland police just between 2010 and 2014. 70% of those who died were black. 40% of them were unarmed. And there you have it. I want to apologize for the clip being so long, but uh, I felt like um, Tom Hardman hit the nail on the head. And it's not just Baltimore police that are taking uh, tips, uh, counterterrorism training from the Israelis. What the Israelis are doing is practicing apartheid and teaching the rest of the world how to practice apartheid with a draconian, over-the-top police, militarized police force. If 70% of the police officers of Baltimore live outside of the city, who are the people, who are the outsiders that are start that are, that got all the crap going? 914-338-1610 is the number. Um, I do have a few people on the line, so. Let me get some quick comments here. 954, welcome to the Awful Show. Thank you for calling True Force Network. 
Hey, Brother Sensei and the family there. Listen, um, oh, uh, Brother Rondé, how you doing? Man, this is going to be, but the point is, first of all, I want to thank Blog Talk Radio, Truth Works Network, BlackAgendaReport.com, Democracy Now, and basically the ones that I listen to and one or two others, you know, and um, I don't know what you got against Black Agenda, but I'm not going to get into that too deep. But the point is, is that, brother, I don't know. I lived through a lot of riots and demonstrations in this country, and the last two I've been through right here in Hawaii. One was against Israel's treatment of Palestine. They had Ala Moana across the street from the beach, the uh, Ala Moana Mall. And the second one was Black Lives Matter in Waikiki Beach here last year. I'm not going to get involved in any more peaceful, nonviolent demonstrations. And I'm going to say this about President Obama. He needs to keep his mouth shut until the end of his damn term. He is the president of the biggest thuggery, thieving, murderous country whom the one percenters and corporation Illuminati are greatly benefiting from. And for him to come out here and say the bovine excrement that he does and the sambos that get on Fox News to be validated, even if they are against uh, Reverend Al Sharpton, you know, this is truly a house divided. You know, we obviously see the disparity and the lies and the hypocrisy. And black folks, we cannot forget whose faces are out there marching among us, even during slavery time. Yet, this is a fight that we are going to have to fight alone. And it's truly our fight. But yet, the ones who are coming around, the Tim Wises, the Michael Moores, this last cat you just played on your clip, you know, and Clint Eastwood and a couple of others, or waking up to the realities. And you want to call them liberals, you can call them anything you want to call them. You know, actually, that's besides the point. And if you don't believe what has worked in the past, you and I, Doc Don, Janice, you know, and I, I guess India's our same age, great. You know, the thinkings of defense, the weathermen, the Panthers, those groups work. And if that's what it's going to have to take, that's what it's going to have to take. We see this dual double standard lying crap here in this country. You have a cat that could fly a damn Benson gyrocopter, regardless of his intention, and don't get shot down, don't get nothing. He's getting four years, and yet some call woman with an infant drove a car from Connecticut to Washington, D.C., and got outwardly murdered. You know, we used to joke about going postal and all that, right, since uh, Son of Sam Berkowitz in New York went off. Yet this guy was able to fly a helicopter, a gyrocopter, which is unbelievable. And that ain't the first time that's happened. He had some coop that washed out in the Army that wanted to prove to the uh, United States that he was able to be a helicopter flyer, stole the UH-1, landed it in front of the White House. I don't know what happened to this guy. 
But anyway, this postal guy from Florida, of all damn places, landed the helicopter. He wanted to disperse his letters to Congress. The intention was good. But we see the reality of the treatment, and just like you brought up about how these fools will go out and riot when their teams win or lose in athletics. And, brother, I I did a gig. Um, The company was Laker. The year that Muhammad Ali won the uh, Athlete of the Century Award. We were flying the uh, hockey teams and the NBA teams up and down Canada, United States. And um, it was just unbelievable how many uh, tours we had to do with these with these teams, man. But the, the point is, is this: we'll pay all this kind of money for athletes, entertainers, CEOs, movie stars. You don't want to give up a fifteen dollar minimum wage, and now you're getting ready to have a big ass fight with uh, the Filipino cat and. Merriweather, both those cats are getting paid, man. And fools will be out there spending their money. But this this is really beside the, the point here. But to show you our stupidity in this damn country is that we will allow this kind of madness to go on. These guys, brothers out here in the street, want to go off. They have a right. Man, start targeting the people that need to be shot and killed in this country. Go after these cops. Go after that family. Zimmerman still walking the streets out here and people like him and all of these other cops that got off? No, if you're going to do it, then let's just do it the right way. The Weathermen had the right idea. Black Liberation Hit Squad, the New York 8, the Chicago 8, they all were on time, brother. And I'm advocating this. But I'm also going to say this, is that um, keep it on the light side for Brother Doc Don, because I was kind of hoping you and I could him can have a conference. And um, I was down in uh, Roswell. It was either 05 or 06. And the first time I've ever been there, they had a whiteout, brother, a complete snowstorm. I had to go get these people from Roswell. I had to pick them up in Albuquerque. And it's usually it's an hour's drive. It's all desert, man, straight out. It takes about an hour. And uh, there's this little plateau-looking thing out there. Remind me of close okay. encounters. But anyway, when I went and picked up these people from Malaysia, they were going to purchase an aircraft. And um, we drove back. We got hit with this blizzard. I ain't seen a blizzard like this since 65 snowstorm in New York. they never even seen snow. And these were Malaysian okay. Muslims, you know, and uh, it blew my mind. That was my first time out there. So I just wanted to okay. kind of share that with you and Doc. But, brother, I'm telling you, man, um, no. If it's nation time, then it's nation time. And, you know, they, you, you brought out the fact about the sports and them rioting. So President Obama, all these fools that get on Fox, yeah, they make these statements. Why? They're mad because... Uh, MSNBC didn't come down and cover it. Damn right they met. They not the people who are going to cover the situation for real and get rid of the Fox News that are out there. They're not going to get rid of the Fox News, Rondi. They don't call mm-hmm. those shots. They don't call those shots. No, okay, here's people. the point. Geraldo Rivera, of all I people. Saw him. 
I saw him down there making a fool out of himself and called him again. out. Let, let me tell you about Horalba, brother. He, 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 he's from New York. There was yeah, a time when the cat Geraldo. didn't even want to be called Geraldo. He wanted to be called Gerald. And, you know, yeah. he, of all people, should keep his damn mouth shut because when the young lord, the Puerto Rican group in New York City, East Harlem, just among everybody, the Panthers, the, the Weathermen, SES, and all of that. And remember his show? It, it might as well become Rumble with Geraldo when Roy Ennis was on there. He went and choked the hell out of that white Ku Klux Klaner, and the whole studio yeah. went off. Remember that? So how can well, you go yeah. out there and act like well, a damn did. fool? You he know. can't effectively go down there because of his history, because of what he has done in the last several years as a Fox puppet. He can't go down there. And, and you see, this is what I mean. This is what takes up all of our conversation or this is what dominates the narrative rather than what should be dominating the narrative is that we're spending too much money on defense and not enough money on education or bringing jobs back to this country and it is the media it is the corporate owned media that has seized narrative in this nation and it's controlled by the Corporations and the millionaires. You know, and that's the bottom line, Aranda. We're not going to turn. Uh, we're not going to turn this boat around right away. The president is just a figurehead where he is. The the I would call it the idolatry of evil in this country. The insidiousness of this nation is just that, and we are right smack dab in the middle of it. And you know just as well as I do, you cannot go uh, in advocation shooting or taking out law enforcement and blah, blah. You know, you just can't do it. You just really? can't do it. We do it for them in the armed forces all day long. How many countries and are we involved in? I would and rather, people might I think I'm rather, out of my damn mind. No, I ain't out of my mind, brother. I, I know would rather interrupt you and stop you from advocating that than anything else because you you don't want one of them to visit you. You don't want these these clowns to visit you with some old trumped up BS. And it, it just I understand. I am I am frustrated, maybe even more than you are, but I doubt it. But uh, that's just the way it is, Ronde. That's that's. You know, we can No, no, we we this is the problem. We can't say that and expect an outcome and some kind of support. We're not expecting We're the laughing stock of the world, man. If these people all over the world are fighting, you know, and at any means what it's gonna cost them to have the liberty of them in their own country. And this ain't even our own country, you know, which is the, the height of insanity. I mean, geographically, yeah, we're born here. We deny who we are in ancestral ship. And you got this jackass sheriff down here in Florida in a place I never even heard of talking about blacks are not from uh, Africa, the ones that are born American black, and now he's Welsh black or whatever kind of white person. he He's Welsh, European, or whatever European, Caucasian he is. 
man, he still acknowledges that. But the point is, is that we do come from a place, all of mankind, and yet we have fought in every war. Everything in this goddamn country and what these guys are dealing with that you uh, made us aware of about how the majority of these police don't even live there. Man, we've gone to that in New York City in the 60s when Lindsay was the mayor because the cops didn't live in, in the five boroughs. They lived in Jersey, Westchester County, uh, even down in Philadelphia at the time, man. So this is a recurrence, a re repetitious type of thing. But yet we'll sit here and allow these people to make us be cannon fodder for a same system that practices the same hygienic imperialistic bullshit across the planet and come back here and expect us to live in the same thing after centuries, man. Well, this? You are just, you, They're going to come knock on my door, head. so be it. Let them come knock on my door, man. All my kids are grown yeah. and educated. I'm prepared for this bullshit. Like Dr. Armstrong, man, we got to I hope be they ready don't. and arm yourselves, you know? I hope they don't. What I I'm want you around, Rhonda. I want well, to thank hey, you for brother, your call, I, man. I don't have my fun if I don't come back here no more, you know? <laughs> and I ain't saying, <laughs> you know? All right, man. I love you guys. And, um, All right. Just thank you for your call, man. Be ready for the action, man, because it's coming. Well, I appreciate your input, man. Thanks a lot, Rhonda. All right, brother. Take care, man. Take care. Brother Rondé, like I said, Brother Rondé always is up for whatever. I think I think Brother Rondé is one of the original Bud Light guys. Are you up for whatever? Because he always appears to be up for whatever. Um, I guess um, I got that behind me, so let me go out on a on what I would consider a it breaks. Uh, they are killing me. They are killing me. And like I tell Rhonda, I don't want, you know, him advocating for, you know, it's taking folks out when absolutely, you know, they will, they will do something about that. But they won't do anything about the stochastic terrorism, the right-wing hate radio practices on a daily basis or Fox News and the whole nine yards and that's what it's about. Let me uh, let me find it first <laughs> and get out of here and, and take a break right quick because uh, I know um, my boss is a little peeled, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Because right now I'm I'm in the mode of um Okay, this. take care. Goodbye. That's all now. It's Friday night. Nine one four three three eight one six one zero and I would hope that uh if you want to get in on these topics, I wanna to talk to you about the one thing I was told, please don't bring up and that's the mama that beat up the kid who was throwing rocks at the cops. And the vitriolic hatred, just the, you know, 
let's just go to show you how divided we are. Fox News and the right wing called her a hero, and, and what they were basically is a backhand comment. And black folk just dove right in and started talking about how she shouldn't have hit him in the head. She shouldn't have embarrassed him. Nobody going to bury that child but her. Nobody loving that child but her. It ain't nobody's business but hers. If she saw him out there with a rock about to throw it at the police and she snapped, get your ass home, you wasn't raised like this. That was my mother. Because I know damn well my mother would not have stood for that. Because I wasn't raised like that. I'm not saying that I didn't do things that I was told not to do, but you are one thing you do. Mama didn't take no mess. And if you was going to do it, you better do it and not get caught. The young man got caught, and his mama went berserk. And everybody had something to say about it, even the the folks who are anti-punishment, who are anti don't hit your kids because you'll make them violent. I can't tell you how many butt whoopings I had growing up. Am I a violent person? You're damn right I am. <laughs> You're damn right I am. You're damn skippy I'm a violent person. But uh, um, that's just me. We know what to do with radio. TruthWorks. Network. You're listening to TruthWorks Network, the Black Voice Collaborative, and the TruthWorks Network Studios at Blog Talk Radio. Hello, I am Chauncey DeVega. You may recognize my voice from Ring of Fire Radio with Mike Papantonio, the BBC, Sirius XM, or the Tom Hartman Radio Show. And you may have read some of my essays at places like Salon and Alternate. The Chauncey DeVega Show at TruthWorks Network, Mondays, 8 p.m. There's a recent survey, it's actually, I think, experimental psychology, public opinion research, where they asked white respondents about the criminal justice system. And they showed them data before and after, clearly indicating that the system is biased, deeply biased against African Americans and African American men in particular, and even when made aware of the information, these white respondents, this is across divides of party and ideology, were even more likely to support punitive measures by the criminal justice system, even knowing that they were unfair. The Chauncey DeVega Show at TruthWorks Network, Mondays, 8 p.m. I Declare a Show is where we deal with the difficult, real, raw. Right now. If it's real raw right now, talk media. Come on, baby, say it with me. It can only be the I Declare Show. Talk soon. Join my friend and colleague on Blog Talk Radio every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. The I Declare Show with India Declare. Are you breathing oxygen in? Are you raising the energy up? Or are you bringing the energy down? There's no middle ground. It's your real, raw, and right now talk radio. I Declare Show, Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Blog Talk Radio. I Declare It. Dealing with the difficult, 
Real Raw Right Now, the I Declare Show, baby. You're listening to Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. Is it time for you to upgrade your topic? Our Common Ground, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. Empowering Black America to achieve itself. Our Common Ground, where friends come to meet comrades. I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you. Each Saturday, 10 p.m., Our Common Ground, powering up on Black Thought. We have a destructive electorate, the people middle class, who are vulnerable to propaganda and repetitious bullshit that you hear coming from the mouths of these clowns day after day. And that's where we are. And that's why it's almost the bewitching hour. It's almost checkmate. It's almost that time. The time is of no return. It's almost the time when we won't be able to recover because recovery simply will not be in the cards for us. We cannot, I repeat, we cannot continue down this road because this road is headed for the ultimate dead end. You're listening to the Alpha Show at TruthWorks Radio Network. Alpha drills down every Friday, 10 p.m. Just damn. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. And look, a conversation that you can enjoy. Join us, be it the John City Vegas Show Monday nights. At 9 o'clock Eastern Time here at TruthWorks Network. Or Tuesdays, beginning in May, India will be back. The I Declare Show, the date to be announced. It's the I Declare Show. 9 o'clock Eastern Time at Blog Talk Radio with your host, India Declare. And on tomorrow night, Saturday nights, every Saturday night, it'll be. Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. Janice Graham will be on tomorrow evening, 10 o'clock Eastern Time. And Janice's guest tomorrow. (laughs) Mr. Barack, Black Agenda Report and founder of U.S. Human Rights Network. Jumuk Barack will be with Janice Graham tomorrow. The second hour, the first hour will be open lines and the topic will be Baltimore. But I'll say it again. It's not just Baltimore. It's everywhere. It's South Carolina. It's Ohio. It's New York. It's Pennsylvania. 
Where have we seen racist emails in Los Angeles, in Florida, in Texas, in Ohio, in New York? Where have we seen cops out of control? Come to find out the cops in Chicago, the cops in Washington, the cops in Oregon, they're all going over to Israel, the apartheid nation. And they're taking tips on counterterrorism and policing. So now they're treating black people like they treat Palestinians. That's why it's so important. You know, right-wing heads exploded when this young black lady came back with indictments on six, six police officers because the charges were interesting. The charges were very interesting, and I'm not—I don't—I'm not holding my breath, believing that somehow they're going to get convictions on all of these charges. What I am saying is there are certain things that they are flat out guilty of. One of the things that I do believe that everyone should be paying attention to is the probable cause. He had no probable cause to be arrested. They took a knife off of him, and they identified it as a switchblade when it was a fold-in knife, perfectly legal in Maryland. So they had no probable cause to arrest him. So that's, that's one thing, unlawful restraint. I mean, and then the fraternal order of police the goose-stepping brown shirts of the police department. You know, when you hear people talk about good cops, there are no good cops. And I've got quite a few friends that are police officers. And when I tell you there are no good cops, there are no good cops. They are too afraid of the bad cops and there's so many bad cops there that are rooted in bigotry and hatred. And The black cops are afraid of the white cops. So we've got to have our political voices, our political representatives turn this around. Every police faction should have an oversight civilian board. And you have to get away from this what police say is true. You've got at least three black men shoot themselves in the chest when their hands were, when they were handcuffed from behind. And somehow they contorted their body to fire the, the weapon that they concealed after two or three pat-downs. And there are no charges. That is police custody. Oh, so while I'm doing my show, now you want to be a friend. You better get over to my Hawks game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I lose it sometimes like that because uh, <laughs> they do some of the darndest things. But um, I'm, I'm looking forward 
to our coming final tomorrow evening because it's just that Baltimore is is everywhere. It's not just Baltimore, it's Philadelphia, it's New York, it's Chicago. When you speak about oh hell no <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me get back to this. Um when you speak about what's going on in this country when it comes to black folks. We should be up in arms. And how did they how did, how did they put it? Since the Baltimore Police Department went to Israel and came back from 2010 to 2013, 109 people have died at the hands of police. And it's just, they're basically instructing law enforcement how to murder dissenters, black people. And any white people, they catch in the dragnet is unintended consequence. I just saw an article where two white men in a Walmart loaded BB guns and shot up the store. Neither one was killed by police entering the scene. That's what seems to go for equality. That's what seems to be even-handed. When people ask us, What's wrong? Why are we so, black people so angry? It just pisses me off. You see, the facts are just simple. They kill blacks when we are united or divided. They kill blacks when we are well-dressed or sagging. They kill black people when we are educated or ignorant. They kill black people if we are rich or poor, dark or light, male or female, young or old, slaves or free. They kill black people when they're killing others, when they're killing each other. If we are innocent, if we are guilty, they kill black people who are nonviolent, violent, They kill black people who are complying or resistant. They never need an excuse. So why are we trying to find one for them? To not call what is going on malfeasance. It's irresponsible. It's irresponsible to a level of this is what's happening, period. This is what they are doing. And it appears that we won't call them out. It appears that we seem to be a little reluctant to say so. And I'm at a loss. And I say I'm at a loss because I just don't get it. I just just don't get it. I don't get why, why is it that black folks are 
especially the so-called intellectuals, don't see the benefit in challenging, in the challenge. You have to challenge the status quo. You have to challenge what's going on. If you don't challenge what's going on, it'll continue to happen, continue to happen. Maybe I've got too many things open and going here because my board is freezing like it's 20 degrees outside. But in each and every case, black people, where are you going? What are you going to do? We can continue down this road. And when it's too late, everyone will be turned around with their hands, with their palms facing the sky, wondering what in the hell happened. How did this go on? It seems that we can't get a foot up, nor can we get a hand up. As they say in basketball, hand down, man down. Hand down, man down. That's where we are. And it's just that simple. It's just that simple. When you hear the Fox Newses, when you hear the, I heard, I, I, I uploaded a clip, and this particular clip, this was, um, this particular clip was of, um, it was of Young Turks. And they really flat out (laughs) called them out. They called the media out. And that's the problem. That's our biggest problem. The media is only disseminating what they want the American people to hear because they know too many of the American public will not do diligence and do the work themselves. They will not, uh, they would rather be somehow compliant, complicit with the entire, with the entire thing. We can't, we can't sit around and and expect them to tell our story. We cannot sit around and expect them to do the right thing when it comes to to us. We have to do a better job in messaging. We have to do a better job in telling our story. There's no other way. There's no other solution. The media will lock you out. The media will promote, you know, thug is the new N-word. And when you hear thug, you know, it can only be uh, reflective of 
and referring to us, the media, racially propagandized. The media response to the situation in Baltimore follows a pattern that we should all be very familiar with at this point. They are rioters, they're wild, they're animals and thugs and criminals and gangsters and villains. But much more importantly, it's not just them. It's not just the actual individuals throwing the rocks or setting the fires, it's their community. If they come from a particular religious background, a particular racial background, then they need to be demonized the same as the ones doing the actual violence in Baltimore. That is what the media is telling us, at least when the protesters are black. In other cases of protest, of riot, we haven't heard the same sort of media narrative. And so why don't we take a look back at some of the other big, damaging, violent protests from years past. Here you're seeing in 2014 the San Francisco Giants win the World Series. According to Reuters, it's fans taking to the streets, taking to the streets when there's flames, apparently burning a car. There were over 40 arrests and two shootings. Neither of the two stories we're referencing here actually referred to it as a riot, regardless of the actual shootings. Now let's move to 2011. The Vancouver Canucks lose in the Stanley Cup Finals. According to ESPN, nearly 100 people were arrested, 150 were injured, 15 cars were burned, 50 businesses were vandalized. The damage is expected to run into the millions of dollars, and yet those people that I see there, I don't, I don't, they don't look like thugs to me for some reason. Weird how that works out. In 2015, the Ohio State University win, uh, winning the NCAA football championship. Fans set nearly 90 fires, and yet I don't remember hearing that they are criminals or that they need to be policed by their community. Where are the community leaders? I didn't hear those calls. In 1999, the Denver Broncos win the Super Bowl. Property damage expected to uh, go above $160,000 from that. Spokesman for the city's mayor called it participants hell-bent on causing uh, trouble, but not apparently rioters, which is odd. And so even though you're seeing all these pictures, you're seeing, you know, it's nighttime, the police are out, there's fires being set, there's violence, damage to businesses, damage to property. They're not thugs. They're not animals, they're not criminals, and certainly the community that they come from is not responsible for what they do. But in Baltimore, in Ferguson, more recently when the protests have to do with the police, then it's not just the protesters who are the bad people, it's an indictment of their entire community. Odd that. In America, what you are protesting about will never be as important to the media as the color of the skin you have while you're doing the protesting. And that's my final judgment. That's the bottom line. That is the bottom line. It's not just the police. It's the police in concert with the judges, with the prosecutors. It's the police in concert with the politicians who are paid by the billionaires and the corporations. It's the police in conjunction with the media, the media. You can't even call it stealth. You can't even call it media pretending to be even or nonpartisan. Let me put it like that. What you can say, honestly say, is that we don't have a chance because we don't have a messenger. We are unable to compete in the messaging. And that will be our ultimate undoing. That will be where 
this train will stop and derail and fall off the tracks. 914-338-1610-678. Welcome to the Alpha Show. Thank you for calling True Forge Network. Big brother, good evening. <laughs> good night. Oh, Henry, how you feeling, man? I'm okay. I'm out and about in the city, but you know, I'm listening on my cell, and I've been listening since 10 o'clock. I, um, started not to call in, but I did. You know, I'll repeat my mantra. You know, people are um, amazed to find out what we have known since, eh, well, I'm, I'm only uh, 49, so I've only known for 49 years, because you got a little bit of age in me. Police kick the crap out of criminals, especially black ones. And when I say criminals, that's what they deem them. Because in this case, eyeballing a cop, whatever that may be, and having a pocket knife in your pocket equals a death penalty. That's what we've gotten here. The other thing that amazes me is this case and the case of the brother in North Charleston, South Carolina, what, here again, something that we've said for the longest People are just surprised, seemingly, to find out. They still have such a hard time believing it. Police officers lie. Police officers plant evidence. Police officers cover one another's asses regardless of what's going on. And that, that's why I run into this narr- the narrative of there are a lot of good cops out there. The good cop would be the one who called this out, but you talked about it. It's the Serpico situation. Any cop who calls out is going to find himself alone on an island. Here in Atlanta, the past couple of weeks, you know, we we finished the teacher cheating scandal. And individuals were sent to jail for seven years and 13 years probation. It was reduced this week to three years' time served and I think seven years' probation, so a 10-year sentence, which they convict these people on racketeering. At the same time, we had a whistleblower at the police academy who blew the whistle on the fact that these cops were cheating on the test, were being helped. This dude was uh, reassigned. The scandal was swept under the rug. That's not a racketeering situation, evidently. But it's this, the boys in blue are going to cover for each other, regardless. But we've had two situations where they've lied on the supposed official reports, and it's come to light. Will... Sean Hannity, Bill O'Reilly, and these others who take a cop toward his gospel or a wannabe cop if he lives in Florida, will these things come to an end when we start looking at the police officers with scrutiny? What other cases have they lied about if they lied about the situation? They put this man in the back of a van after choking the crap out of him, probably in the van as well. But mainly they put him in the back and he was subjected to basically what is a car accident. They set him up for a rough ride. He's coughed. He's banged around in the back of the van, but then this bastard has the nerve to die on him. The nerve of him. And now they're exposed. Who else have they done this to? Or oh, how many? It's and, just and, I mean, more and more and more frustrating. But that's what they do. They kick the crap out of folks. Well, we saw with the Rodney King video, but he was charging at them. Which, which was made it necessary for six or seven cops to beat him down with nightsticks. The sister that had her eye socket shattered. It was that in your city? Watch this cop get acquitted. Uh, it goes on and on and on. Right now, as we speak, 
a cop has his foot up somebody's ass that doesn't deserve. And he'll write it off as I'm afraid for my life. He went for my gun. He this, he that, whatever. That's not a police officer's job. His, his job is not to mete out punishment. You catch a criminal, you arrest him. He faces the charges. If he's wrong, he deals with the system. If you're wrong, he's released and he goes about his business. But they can't handle that. They can't handle it. They're mad at his sister, whose family is full of police officers, for standing up to what was wrong and folding to Al Sharpton and what's the, the attorney there in uh, Baltimore, Billy, whatever his last name is. He donated $5,000 on a campaign, so there's something wrong there because he's representing the family. I also read that the Police Benevolent Association uh, uh, donated to her campaign as well. So maybe the police exactly. accused themselves in this situation. Well, how about this? How do you have the gall to have to demand that she recuse herself, but you didn't want McDonald to recuse herself from Ferguson? Or even in the Zimmerman situation. Zimmerman's father had ties to that community as a magistrate. Maybe those attorneys in a much smaller community than Baltimore is, maybe that 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 prosecutor who overcharged that case should have recused herself from the situation. Of course, she knew what she was doing. And this prosecutor still exactly. has an uphill battle, but she's charged it correctly. That she has done. She did not throw them all in a first-degree murder situation, which will be damn near impossible to convict them on. They did lie on well, the police reports. They did put him in danger of putting him in the back of, him in the back of that van without uh, securing him. Strapping him in. Right, right. And they didn't give him, they didn't listen to his pain when he was asking for They lied about the timeline until they got caught. Oh, well, there's nothing wrong with him. Then this, he did it to himself. That's equivalent to the, I committed suicide by shooting myself in the back 18 times. Well, that, that, that that goes back to an old joke. To uh, uh, medical examiner's reports, the uh, medical examiner's uh, uh, the death uh, certificate said um, he was shot. He was shot in the back ten times. Worst case of suicide I've ever seen. <laughs> it's sad, and this is nothing new. You know, you're from Chicago, so you've seen a lot. You 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 know. Uh, some of the things that you know, you came up through the civil rights movement, and so you've seen plenty. Sanders has seen plenty. Aranda has seen plenty. Um, I've seen a lot. The crazy thing is, you know, I have a 22-year-old and, and a 13-year-old, and I'm constantly helping them to understand the things that. You hear people talking about from the sixties. That's not a long time ago. It's really, it's not, it's not. That's recent, very recent. But uh, the game doesn't change. They found a new way to do things, but you have the same players. And the goal here now is to, you know, just the story doesn't have to be about it. It can be total bullshit. Like the he was hitting his head up against the side of the band and, and severed his own spine. That makes no sense, but just to put it out there, it's not in the report. The coroner's report is going to, has refuted that. But just to put it out there and say, okay, we can sow some seeds of doubt. 
We're with the police, well, right or wrong. Yeah, well, we're Where not are the people? I thought they were against government tyranny. Right. Well, and you know um, that 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 drugster, that clown, Rush Limbaugh, he says that wow. there were there were ten other times when they didn't kill him. Speaking of his record of arrest, so you know this is that not, this is about right. This is about you you attacking solely the name of the victim, and that's all you see here. They did it with Trayvon. They've been doing it forever. They've been doing it forever. Focus on what happened this time. What about the fact he was carrying a switchblade, but no, he had a pocket knife. And you cannot confuse the two. But the report said he had a switchblade. The the report actually, the report itself actually says he was, he had a switchblade and uh, that's the reason for arresting him. You didn't know he had a switchblade until after you caught him. <laughs> Why were you chasing him? Because you all made eye, eye contact as probable cause? And you're right. She she did the, she did the right thing. She charged them appropriately. And exactly. that's what they are doing. And if you notice, you notice the, the Fraternal Order Police came out right away. They did not allow this to sit and fester. They did not yep. allow perception, public perception to take one step in the direction of these officers did something wrong. And three of these officers are African-American. So when you start talking about good cops and bad cops, for them to, yes, to, to stand by and watch this go on, knowing what who these people are. It's a blue thing. It's not a black thing. They happen to kick the crap out of black folks, but black police officers do it to them as well. The crazy thing is, the situation in, in North Charleston, when that cop came and dropped that taser beside him, his black partner was right there, and that's the same partner that co-signed to the bullshit that he put in that report. Exactly. He went for my taser. So it's not, it, 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 it's, it's not a, as if that makes it okay because black cops are killing black folks. It's still wrong. I don't know what, the guy that was driving the van was black. They tried to lie on this other brother that they picked up. Oh, well, he said he heard him banging his head. The brother said, no, I, that's not what I said. They also said he has to live in the community. Y'all y'all about to get me killed out here. And what did they pick him up for? Did his charges stick? <laughs> I don't, I just I don't know. But they'll tell you, well, the police approach you. Comply. These bastards lie, they plant evidence, and they kill people. So why do you think these young folks are running from them? Why wouldn't they? And you comply, you don't have a chance. Your chances are. Now, Aranda was very upset, and I hope it doesn't get to that, but people are frustrated. They're, they're totally frustrated as to the way things are. I will give those community leaders in, in, in Maryland, the politicians, the, 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 the ones that the people have put their trust in, I will give them credit. They refuse to allow these reporters to knock them off message. Well, don't you want a peaceful pro- protest? Hell yeah, that's what I want. I've answered that question four or five times. I'm telling you this, this is the symptoms 
of a problem. This is why we are where we are. Well, do you condone the the the, the violence? No. Why are you asking me the same stupid questions? I, I just don't I, I don't know. Well, I'm pulling into my neighborhood now and I see about one, two, three, six police cars. Oh, they just asked me, do I know Alpha? Uh, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> you didn't tell them I was in the you, know, you, you got to laugh to keep from crying. You really, really do. I, I just, we'll see how this plays out. It's, it, it's just the beginning, though. They're just well, it's charging. Like, it's, like, it's like Fox News. They're talking about the Baltimore riot. And I just posted it in the chat room. And they got pictures of Venezuela and the fires in Venezuela. And this is, to me, to me, there is a problem. There is a propaganda. This is nothing more than Nazi propaganda. This is what they are practicing. It's the same thing. It's on that level. It really is. It really, really is. You know, um. People want to complain about the cities, but look at look at what they've done. And you, you said they want to inflate these budgets. We'll crush Obamacare. We'll cut social programs, and we'll build up the Department of Defense. That's not a budget. Who who who's going for that? Well, you know, you know, Henry. One of the one of the saddest things is. Um, the fact that when I say we have just far too many too many people who rely on who get their news and get their get get things from everywhere else right now and uh there's an air base in in Arizona, I believe it is, and this air base in Arizona has twenty one uh what are they? C two seventy one planes that are scrapped, brand new C two seventy one aircraft worth about one point six billion dollars, and they're just sitting there. They're scrapped. They're they're going nowhere, and it's just a waste of money. That one point six billion dollars should be subtracted from the defense budget. That $1.6 billion will fund infrastructure repair throughout this nation. And and this is not the only boneyard like this. That $1.6 billion will do a whole lot of things for a whole lot of people. can help a whole lot of kids go to college. Right, exactly. That that'll send many of the many of the uh, kids get down to school. That'll send them to uh, community colleges, state colleges. But they're talking about let's cut food stamps. You got one point six billion dollars, and they want to cut food stamps. Mm-hmm. I just I, 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 I don't know where we're going, but if some of these nuts had their way. And we get there, it's going to be something else. You know, it'll be that Mad Max movie, that new Mad Max movie that's coming out. We'll be living it. I just, I, 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 I don't know how much more people are going to take. 
I really don't. And you listen to these idiots that are running for president, and they try to out-crazy one another with whatever it is that they have going on. People aren't going to take much more of that. They're just not. Alpha, I'm going to keep listening. Keep doing what you're doing. Question. When is India show on now? Uh, India's on on Tuesdays. Uh, on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern. And, okay. and India, she's been on a hiatus. And she'll okay. be back okay. uh, in May. All right. All well, right. Okay. Two this days is, or night. This is May. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it, it's crazy to hear that, you know, the first quarter of the year is over. Well, a third of the year is over. We've already gone through four months. So, you know, the good yeah, thing the is, part, huh? the good news is it's almost football season again. No switchblades and no going for cops tasers, okay? No, we don't we don't bring knives to gunfights. No. I ain't gonna be yeah. the last one to get hurt. They're loaded for bear. They're loaded for bear. Take care. Yeah, all right, take care, man. I'll put you on mute. Please do, thank you. I was brother old Henry, but he's absolutely right. You know, we're we're into the fifth month of the year. Since January, police have killed over three hundred people. Over three hundred people. You have to scratch your head, you have to step back and say to yourself and some public you know, I I don't I do this internet broadcast, but every now and then I get an opportunity to get on your regular radio, and and I just don't get it. I don't I don't understand that. Why aren't you talking? Why why haven't why won't you raise this question? Why won't you raise the issue about waste? They're missing one point three billion dollars in Afghanistan of the Afghanistan infrastructure repair. $1.3 billion is missing. Now, take that 1.3, put it with that 1.6, and you get almost $3 billion. Will that fund infrastructure repair? You've got a Republican budget that gives tax breaks to millionaires and corporations, and you still want to privatize Social Security and privatize the VA, voucherize Medicare, and tax block incentive Medicaid. You want to privatize everything. And yet, you stand in front of everyone. Where is the where is the hypocrisy? Where is the the hypocrisy barometer? You hear him bitching about paying for birth control, that it goes against their religious beliefs while expecting non-Christians 
who pay taxes to pay for your churches. I mean, can somebody help me out with that? <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get it. Every Everything you turn around in everything you do, every every fact, the truth has been so compromised. You can say it and it's the truth, and they can say, "Oh no, we don't believe it." That's all they can have to say because they have their own truth. We liberals. And liberal is, we're not against the rich people. We're, we're against the rich people using their wealth to gain an unfair advantage. We're not against corporations. We're against the corporations that are using their money to buy the politicians that are governing us, that are writing the laws. We're not against capitalism. We're against the crony capitalism that buys up companies, borrows against the assets of the company, and then forces the employees to lower their wages or your clothes. That's the bane capital. That's the crony capitalism. We're not against the banks. But when you see the banks with the risky loans and Gambling with everybody's money, we're against the bad banking price. Wall Street, the site. Legalized fraud in the market. If you think you have a equal chance in the stock market, you're fooling yourself. We're not against energy. We're against polluting the land and the water and the air. Fracking is going to destroy our water supply. The earthquakes have become astronomical. We're not against democracy, but we're against the sale and influence of elected officials. Don't tell don't tell me that a certain segment of our population It's not that they don't get it. They get it. But they're on a totally different mission. They basically traffic in misinformation, lies, innuendo, you name it. That's what they traffic in. They speak and criticize the president when they were in charge, the greatest intelligence failure, but they they dragged Benghazi out. And every time they raise Benghazi, there should be a Democrat on the other side raising the fact that the biggest intelligence failure happened under Republicans. And listen, I don't hate white people. I hate a system of white supremacy that gives them asymmetrical power and unmerited privilege 
I don't hate cops. I hate the pattern of police brutality that systematically harasses and kills black people and other people of color with impunity. I don't hate soldiers, but I hate war. The most politically and economically vulnerable among us gets the short end of war. And I don't hate rich people. But I hate the system of capitalism and the buying of our politicians that they take advantage of so that they don't have to pay. They are the equivalents of climbing up the ladder and pulling up behind you so no one else gets to come up there. They remind me of the people of Elysium. And if you haven't seen the movie Elysium, check it out. Because it's basically, how, what do they call it? A different, uh, it's an, on a parallel plane to our society, to reality. These are the things I don't hate. It's precisely because of my love for humanity that I get enraged at systems that prevent people from flourishing and being free. They've seized the word freedom and liberty. All of a sudden, we are infringing upon their freedoms. We're tyrants. You see people who want to talk about their religious freedoms but they so decry Sharia law when they practice Christian Sharia. The meme is you're going to you're going to take our gun if you want to reel them in. When you hear someone like a Bernie Sanders speak to and speak about the middle class, the ignorance of people in red states to have a better life. And they can't see now that their life is one tornado, one flush of a commode. And they're just circling the drain, going down that commode. When they're only redressed, the only reason they feel like that is not because of critical thought of co- or common sense. It's pure, unadulterated hatred. They've been whipped into a frenzy of ignorance. And now all they want and all they care about is blocking a progressive agenda where they knew nothing but prosperity. Even the rich people had it going on. Even the rich people were well off. When progressives, when a progressive agenda was in place, Clinton did a lot of damage to this country. Bill Clinton the Democrat, the Wall Street puppet, did a lot of damage to this nation. And it's my fear that the president 
of the United States right now, if he gets this TPP, he will have equaled the damage that this Democratic president has done. They are forcing him to shoot Santa Claus. And I've played that clip before you, before for you. And it's it's so apropos. Republicans force Democrats to shoot Santa Claus. And it's 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 just the damnedest thing because they are always it's called the two the two Santas. And effectively it basically says when Republicans are in charge, they spend money and run up debt. So when Democrats be, get in charge, they can scream and cry about the debt and oppose any new programs that will help the middle class. We just go along with it. We just go right along with it because <laughs> we don't seem to know anybody. And it's called the Two Santa. And it's working. Because we both, we all know that whatever they come up with works. Because there aren't enough voices, progressive voices, who will actually stand up and say, wait a minute. You've heard them say, trickle down is a failure. But do Republicans stop? No. They continue. They keep going because they know they have a bigger microphone. They know they have a bigger voice. And they know that no one else is listening. They've effectively indoctrinated the idiots on their side of the aisle. And while Democrats were partying and going home because we elected a black man president and everybody was happy about it, Republicans swooped in, caused chaos, caused doubt. Republicans swooped in and sabotaged and obstructed and then pointed the fingers at the Democrats using the money that Citizens United has given them and told the American people, this is why we can't get anything done. They've so demonized and vilified government, but they always want to be part. They want to take over government again, but no one seems to see that part of it because everybody wants to end up looking the other way. That's exactly what they're doing. They're looking the other way. And they're looking the other way and they're getting away with it. They are literally getting away with it. So when I tell you it's about the two Santas, and you can see it for yourself, you can... <laughs> 
This ain't rocket science. This is not rocket science. If you can get Democrats easily, they've learned that they can get Democrats to do their dirty work. It was Bill Clinton that got rid of Glass-Steagall. It was Bill Clinton that brought us NAFTA and CAFTA under the disguise of prosperity because they were afraid when they had the Trump card. And the Trump card was simply, we are the biggest consumers in the world. And if you want a trade war with the United States, Bring it on. We can simply reopen our factories. We can simply pass laws and apply tariffs to anything that you bring into our country. And we can make it, we can, we can rekindle our manufacturing base back to the way it was when there was plenty of prosperity. We cannot continue to go down this aisle. We have to save capitalism. Let me put it like that. We have to save it and redefine it. We have to put it in such a way that people shouldn't have to worry whether or not our markets are, I would call them, whether or not our markets are credit. Too many times, too often, we're left with absolutely nothing but sound bites and BS. Because if we knew any better, we still wouldn't do any better. Because the one thing they have put into the mix and that people don't seem to want to weigh out of is that this president is a socialist. When they don't see that they have the lowest taxes that they've had in whatever, corporate taxes are the lowest that they've ever been. The middle class taxes the lowest. I was expecting a jobs report out today, but um, I guess it'll be next Friday because the end of the month was yesterday. I would just hope that, and I'm not worried about the jobs. I think it's going to be uh, continuing. Uh, private sector job growth situation. But I would like for people to understand that what we fear the most is them getting back into power. Because if we get another Republican in the White House and they control both the Senate and the House, say goodbye to your Social Security. All of you 40-year-olds 
in these southern states. The death panels are already in place, and those are the governors who are denying Medicaid in Louisiana, in Florida, and Texas. In Pennsylvania, in Virginia, they have a veto-proof legislation in Virginia, so they are not allowing Medicaid. How many people are going to die? You know, every year before the Affordable Care Act, 45,000 people died because they didn't have access to health care. How many people are going to die? Texas, Florida, Pennsylvania, Louisiana. And the people who are being denied are minorities. Seizing control of the Democratic Party has to be, must be, a priority. We cannot continue to see the narrative to the liars. We cannot continue to see the narrative to the people who have lied to us over and over and over again. The Republican Party isn't racist. They just have different rules for black presidents and black people. Reagan raised the debt ceiling 18 times. George W. Bush raised it seven times. But Obama had to pay a ransom to have it raised. And that came with a sequestration. Cut social programs. If you're worried about wasteful spending and you get $1.6 billion of brand new transport planes sitting in a boneyard. What about that waste? All the $1.3 billion of Afghan infrastructure rebuilding money missing. Where is the where is the congressional investigation? Where is the scandal? Intelligence failure, if they talk about intelligence failure one more time and talk about emails from Benghazi, but no one wants to question the biggest intelligence failure in the history of the nation, and that was 9-11. And that is one of our biggest problems. We don't allow our truths to be heard. We don't repeat our truth often enough. I'll say it again. And I asked this question a few years back because of after a few years of this president, I understood who he was, and what he was. And 
some of my good friends who listen to my program, I asked a very poignant question. Where are you going? When you hear someone speak of lesser of two evils, this is exactly what we talk about. Where are you going? Where are you going? Obama is not the answer. He never was. But he was better than the alternative, the John McCain, the old man, old angry man. Could you see us still at war in Iraq? Can you see us going bombing Iran? This is the clown that wanted us to arm the people in Syria. When it turns out that now they turn out to be ISIS. And I don't know, do, do many of you know who ISIS is? This is the Saddam Hussein revenge, the Ba'ath Party. That's who they are. They've run off, regrouped, and they're being financed by the rich in Saudi Arabia. They're being financed by Sunnis, Sunnis of the Middle East, and they're fighting the Shia of the Middle East. And we're right smack dab in the middle of it. <laughs> and that's the, that's the dumb part. That's the dumb part. And as much as we've become almost self-sufficient, we still buy oil. But now we are fighting in our country and destroying our own country rather than pouring the billions of dollars that we're giving subsidies to the oil companies that are making record profits into renewable. All we have to say is let the sun shine and blow wind blow. I want to thank Arande for his call. I want to thank O'Henry for his call. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, when injustice becomes law, Resistance becomes duty. Ratings are more important than the truth. Our government builds twice as many prisons and schools. It's easier to find a Big Mac than an apple. And when you find the apple, it's been genetically processed and modified. Presidents lie. Politicians trick us. Race is still an issue. And so is religion. Your God doesn't exist. My God does, and he is all-loving. If you disagree with me, I'll kill you. Or even worse, argue you to death. 92% of songs on the radio are about sex. Kids don't play tag, they play twerk videos. The average person watches five hours of television a day, and it's more violence on the screen than ever before. Technology has given us everything we could ever want, and at the same time, stolen everything we really need. Pride is at an all-time high, humility an all-time low. Everybody knows everything, everybody's going somewhere, ignoring someone, blaming somebody. Not many human beings left anymore, a lot of human doings, plenty of human lingerings in the past. Not Until next week, people, I guess it will get a little more interesting. The 
the nation is in a quandary. It's a mess. You've been listening to The Alpha Show. Join us next Friday night, 10 p.m. Alpha will lay it out. It's just damn politics. Thank you for joining us at TruthWorks Network, The Alpha Show. TruthWorks presents The Alpha Show. Each Friday, 10 p.m. It's Fire in the Belly Friday at TruthWorks Network. Bring your own rocks. The best of political pushback. Just damn. We can be as badass as we want. We now live in a nation where doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, universities destroy knowledge, governments destroy freedom, the press destroys information, religion destroys morals, our banks destroy the economy, the inability to defend on all of these fronts, be it voter suppression. And you can go down the line. You can go down the line. The Wizard of Oz is 70 years old. Today, if Dorothy were to encounter men with no brains, no heart, and no balls, she wouldn't be in Oz. She'd be in Congress. (laughs) Advanced Urban Progressive Political Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Alpha. This is the Alpha Show. Works Network, where the truth must be spoken more than once. Just damn. The Alpha Show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.